0: Alright you guys, it is Sunday and um, we're actually back in Louisiana. We made it back here um, about thirty-five, forty-five minutes ago and it's twelve, eleven right now. We was getting it. We didn't waste any time. Um, but I want to thank you guys for coming back to my podcast. I want to thank you for giving me your ear and your attention on this amazing, beautiful, blessful Sunday. I want to tell you guys to stay encouraged, stay motivated, stay lifted, stay positive. God is good. And the reason I know he's good because he continues to bless me. My family is blessed. And while another day above ground is always a blessing. And for your support, I have to tell you thank you. Carly Kale. Manager at Party City. If y'all need some party supplies for your party, Halloween costumes, every occasion, go there. It's the spot. Tell them it's Anita sent you in the Baton Rouge, Louisiana area. Auntie Ann, thank you, Mama. Appreciate you. I always pray for you. I always say I want to be you when I grow up. Continue to be you. Um, Tommy with Showtime Security. Thank you for your support. I appreciate you. So anyone needs security, um, I'll try to get the information and put it on my link where you can click on and pull up. I'll do that later. Um, Ms. Marguerite Williams. Thank you, ma'am. I appreciate you. Anonymous One and Anonymous 101. Appreciate you. Thank you very much. Thank Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Miss um, Ferguson, thank you. Miss Shanika, girl, you know I love you, honey. Mystery, thank you again. I appreciate you for your support. It um, means a lot to me. Um, there are some people that have did um, some ninety nine cent listener support, but they did not. Um, um they really didn't want me to say their name is more like an issues. um so we'll do that at the end of the podcast but on my podcast today is just random hot topics and um I'm gonna try to make it as quick as possible because football the Saints is getting ready to play so I'm gonna watch the Saints yes you guys i not going in I'll be back topics, and I'm going to try to make it as quick as possible. We're not going to go into this long rampage, but I wanted to talk about some students, some uh, black college students uh, spoke out about a white man who had pulled out a gun while stopping them from getting in his elevator, and the man was caught on camera on a video harassing some Florida A&M University students, and at one point taking out his firearm, and gladly He has been fired from his job as a hotel manager. His name is Don Crandall. He is also being investigated by Tallahassee police um, for the incident Saturday night in which he refused to let four FAMU students onto an elevator. The video shows Crandall telling the students that the elevator was his and that they couldn't use it. And at one point as he's showing the men his keys and telling them they can't get in the elevator unless they have keys to the building, he takes out a gun. You hear one student asking him, sir, you bring out your gun. What's your, what's your purpose for that? Kendall then says, putting the gun behind his back. Oh, I'm sorry. Excuse me. Forgive me. The FAMU junior, Isaiah Butterfield, captured the video, which shows portions of the 10-minute exchange, which he then posted on Twitter. The HBCU students have been waiting in the apartment complex garage for a friend whose party they were attending to come escort the mustache, Butterfield told BuzzFed that Cardell turned and he said, you're getting in here if you don't have a key. You aren't getting in here if you have a key, if you don't have a key. Um, he said we were shot because we hadn't said anything to him. We were just standing there, and then he closed the door and locked it. But that wasn't the end of it. Because according to Butterfield, Butterfield, Crandall came back and began harassing them yet again at which he pointed at a white student whom Butterfield referred to as Chad intercedes on the four um, black students' behalf and later Chad, who's a resident of the building, attempts to bring the four students onto the elevator with him before Crandall shuts it down. But the real gag is Crandall himself wasn't even a resident of the building, which caters to students. And a statement given, the stadium central management confirmed that Cardell was not a resident of the of the building. Firearms are prohibited on their property and they said they take this matter very seriously. In a statement posted on Instagram, they posted it on Instagram, they said the from the hotel's ownership, Pax Hotel Group confirmed Cardell's determination and he condemned this action. Cardell worked as a manager at the C- B Baymont Inn and Suites by Reinheim Hotels, but was fired after the incident went viral. The Pax Hotel Group, which owns the Baymont Inn, they posted a statement on Instagram confirming that his general manager was involved, condemned his action, and said that he had been fired. Pax Hotel Group does not stand behind the actions of their former general manager. They said they wanted to apologize to those affected by the actions of that former employee. Um, Butterfield told the, the um, news outlet that he and his friends were shaken up by the incident, but slept on it before they decided to call the police and fi- file a report. Um, in another interview with ABC News, Butterfield said, "We really think he was trying to provoke us to the point where it got violent, so he could retaliate with the gun. I knew what I knew that if this guy even feels threatened, he's going to find any excuse to pull the trigger." We could have ended up being the next Trayvon Martin, is what the student said. And you know what? I'm glad that it didn't go that far. And I must shout out to Mr. Chad for stepping in on behalf of these, your, your friends. and you know Because it has to start with us. If we see someone out of line that's in our race, we have to speak up. We can't stay quiet in the night. We have to. And I hope he gets what's coming to him. Like I said, I don't advocate violence and things of that nature. But hey, I've had enough. Let me just put it out there. I have had enough of it. <sighs> yeah. So, I'm going to move on. R. Kelly, I don't know if everybody's been paying attention to some of the social media, but R. Kelly's brother claims the singer molested their 14-year-old cousin. Yes. You want me to repeat that? R. Kelly's brother, Corey Kelly is doubling down on his assertion that the R&B cooner is truly a sexual predator, most recently accusing his sibling of sexually abusing their own 14-year-old cousin. He said, and I quote you, Corey said, Robert has a control problem, and the only reason why he targets little girls now that I'm older, I understand he was molested. I was molested, too, but I didn't turn out that way. Um... He said, I became a protector of children. His brother wrote a book, um, Walk a Mile in My Shoes. Um, and he did an interview with Unwind with um, Tashak, or Tashik, which is promoting his new book, Walk a Mile in My Shoes. He said, I became a protective of children. I didn't want kids to go through what I went through, especially my daughters. Um... Tasha Kay, that's her name, is a Lanner Entertainment blogger. Later, she asked about rumors that Kelly was inappropriate with family members, which Corey confirmed, saying Kelly sexually abused their teenage cousin. And when asked if Kelly impregnated her, Corey would neither confirm nor deny. He'd rather allow the young woman to open up about the experience herself. He said it's something that the family kind of figured out, and I really like for her to tell her story. I really do, and if she would speak on it. Um, Corey also claims much of the Kelly family has been living in denial due to his fame. He said that's how he's been able to sustain in his business as an artist and as a human. Then not being locked away and put up in jail because it's almost hard to believe that this icon, that this superstar would do things of that nature. Um, but there's a 40 minute interview and you can check it out on, um, the blogger of Miss Tasha K. Unwind with Tasha K. um it's it's a forty it's forty minutes yeah um I think it's interesting um Kelly brother have been at odds for years as the Grammy winners attorney once implied Corey was once one featured in the in famous golden shower sex tape according to the media blogs and things of that nature so. I don't know if he did or if he didn't do it, but something I do feel like something is really wrong with him. And I think that he needs a special type of help. And if his brother was involved in a sex tape as well, he should get some sexual help, too. I had no idea that both of them were molested. So I I hope that Corey at least is getting got or getting some type of therapy. R. Kelly, I don't care what you say. I think he needs some therapy. I really do. Something is just not right with this man. I'm sorry. Um, But I keep praying for everybody involved in this situation all around the world that may have been impacted some type of way. And I'm moving on to Colin Kaepernick. He's going to be inducted into a high school hall of fame. Yes, of Pittman High School. His alma mater in Turlock, California. The school made the announcement on Wednesday. According to the Sports Illustrated, Kaepernick was an all-star player of baseball, basketball, and football at Pittman High. He graduated in 2006. He is among eight others to be honored as part of the school's inaugural Hall of Fame um, class. The former NFL quarterback protest on the national anthem caused a rift in his hometown supporters. David Wells, the school's AD, addressed the controversy, saying Colin was chosen like all the others for their contribution to the history of athletes here at Pittman. Um, this honor will be will be on November the third. I hope it's televised so that we can get a, get a picture and see. But if you go on um, um, www.embity.com dot com, there's a picture of him when he was in high school and he was playing those different sports. And pretty much all my news that I'm talking to you about now is where is it coming? That's where it's coming from. Ebony News. Just so you know. Um, further hot topics is Nas to his ex-wife, Khalees. Now, he said that his wife made up stories about him and claimed she did those things that she said he did. Nas posted this seven lengthy Instagram post responding to his ex-wife, Khalees, and her allegation of physical, emotional, and financial bru- abuse. Um, the grammy nominated rapper says SM Magazine recently contacted him about a story they are doing with Khalees, and he wanted to present his side of the new public drama. The last time Khalees was making headlines, it was this past spring when everybody jaw-dropped after she did an interview with Hollywood Unlocked, and in that interview, she leveled some very serious allegations against Nas, whom she shared nine uh, a nine-year-old son with. And she had allegations, the milkshake singer said that she and Nas would go, would get into physical fights when he would get blackout drunk. And that he was so possessive that he was screaming at her for saying hello to people on red carpets. She recounted um, the day the pictures of batter Rihanna went public and it made her contemplate her own reality. And she was saying that I had bruises all over my body at that time. Like that day I remember being in Atlanta, sitting in the kitchen. I wasn't ready to walk. I just wasn't. He was angry and he was dark. He's always been that way. And to his credit, that man to this day is exactly the man I married. He has not changed one iota. I changed. I grew up. Kelis also noted that she felt was her share of the blame for the vol- vitality in the relationship. Um, she said, I am 5'10". Okay. I don't back down. I'm extremely confrontational, so I take my part in it. I wasn't perfect. I've never painted myself as an angel. I can be a bitch. I can fight. I know how to fight. I'm not afraid to throw a punch, but I wouldn't have started it. I'll participate in it, but I wouldn't have started it. I was never that angry because I'm a loud-mouthed and super opinionated person, have this image of who I am. I adore him. I really did. When the interview aired in April, Nas did not respond. It was not until yesterday. Um, and actually it wasn't yesterday. Um... It was yesterday uh, for me because that's when I got the link um, that the two have been ensnared in some vicious custody battle in quite for some time now. But Nalus responded. He initially, fans wonder why he did not bother to respond to such serious allegation. The New York State of Mind rapper has issued a lengthy reply via social media and he did not hold back the the ether for his ex-wife. He did a seven Instagram post where Nas adamantly denied being abusive and essentially flipped Khalees' allegations against him back on her. He said, and I quote you, you made up stories about me and claim I did things you did, all caps, he wrote. I hate all of this, but you were a very jealous wife, and I had to deal with that, and that's the worst feeling. He also claims that Khalees essentially blackballs herself with what he views as her venomous nature and that nobody in his circle likes her Nas is a daughter from a previous relationship and he says that Khalees was verbally abusive to her when they were together he says seems I always had more belief in you than you do yourself I instill strength in my daughter who you were already so jealous of and treated poorly being jealous and verbally abusive to a little girl he wrote Um, Nas alleges that Khalees tried to physically attack him earlier this year he said after 10 years of keeping my silence during a decade of dealing with very hostile behavior and verbal abuse, and even your stepfather holding you back from one of your physical violent attacks on me right outside your house this year, all caps, while trying to break up our son while he watched from the window. And as far as Khalid's allegation that he initiated physical fights, he claims he only restrained her to defend himself. The altercation you speak of are no more different from what most normal couples go through, but your exaggeration version is unjust, caps. And when everyone is constantly attacked, the instinct is to restrain that person or defend yourself to prevent escalation. Now, he did not elaborate on what he considers to be normal. But Nas also said that Khalees keeps him from seeing their son and that he would continue to fight for the right to see him. He claims that Khalees went so far as to tell their son that God doesn't love Nas because he doesn't go to church. The theme of Nas 7 posts was that Khalees sabotaged her own career was abusive towards him and is now trying to keep him from raising their son his one concession was that he was not the faithful during the marriage but even with that he follows it up with how calice messed up her own life he said and i quote i have to say i wasn't the most faithful husband i was immature i'm sorry about that but you bumped your own head sis why do i have to live through a constant divorce it didn't work out life goes on i'm not coming back to you Khalees remarried in 2014 and has another son by her husband. So I don't know what, I don't know, but that's just what he said. She is not the first woman to accuse Nas of domestic abuse. Carmen Bryan is the mother of Nas' oldest child, claims that the Queens rapper punched her when they got into an argument about Jay-Z. She recounted the story in her 2007 memoir, It's No Secret, from Nas to Jay-Z from seduction to a scandal, a hip-hop Helen of Troy tells all. Nas did not address that speculation, allegation, and his that specific allegation in his recent Instagram defending himself for police claims. Nas ended his post stating that it would be the last time he would publicly address any issues with his ex-wife. He said, this is my truth, all caps, and I don't care what else she has left to say unless it concerns our son. This is the first and last time I'm addressing this. He posted, despite all of this, I was, I still hope for the best for her because that's what's best for her. is what's best for Knight. Um, you can actually go over and read all seven Instagram posts on, um, on the Instagram. Um, you can go to, um, oh my God, I got a rain freeze. So, um, dot 2018. Um, and you can find it there. Now, this is my take on it. I believe there was some physical abuse. I do believe that it may have been both. I, maybe in the beginning, I think there may have been some ill feelings towards her and um, Nas, to where she was still in love with Nas and still wanted Nas back. I don't know. She got remarried in 2014. I was assuming that she was still with her her husband. I don't know if that's the case or not, but that's what was said. Um, I'm very disappointed. Because when it first came out that police uh, had accused Nas of abuse, I automatically didn't want to set judgment, but a part of me felt and feel that it was true. Because when I watched the video, just the way she delivered it and how honest it seems and the emotions that I got from it within myself, like it had chills going through my body when I was watching that video that made it truthful. Um... But again, I wasn't there, so I don't know. I can't say for a fact, yeah, he did it because I was there and I saw it, so I don't know. You've been been accused before. To say that something was exaggerated nowadays, I have a problem with that. I'm not going to say that she wasn't one of these women that don't want the father to see the children, try to use the child as bait, get more money and all this stuff, because it happens all the time, and I cannot freaking stand women that do that. And I can't stand men that pretend like, oh, you're my top priority. I love you. You're my child. But all you're doing is just stunting. You fronting for your for your homies and stunting for the gram and making Twitter seem exciting for you. I don't have time for that. I, I can't stand what men do it and I can't stand when women do it. But I believe it's some truth on both sides. I do. The problem I have with all of this is the if it was just about her attacking him, and him defending himself, I don't see the point of him saying the extra things that he had to say about her. Because at the end of all of that, she sabotaged herself. I don't know who would sabotage their own career. Intentional, anyway. I, I don't. I don't know who would blackball their own self? I, I, I don't know. Um, I've heard some things about in the way she acted when she first came in the game but I've heard a lot of stuff about Nas too so if we're judging off of that then it's questionable on both sides all I know is you have a child involved here and my thing to Nas when you say she treated your firstborn poorly by another woman ain't a man alive that would have me treat my child in any type of negative way because if I let you do that that means I'm doing that We would not have said I do. We would not have been together if you mistreated my child. Point blank and the period. To say that somebody is jealous of your child, that should let you know it wasn't going to change. It was going to continue to be a problem. Y'all is going to continue to have issues. And that child doesn't deserve to be a part of that. So I have a problem with believing that part of it. I don't know if it's true or not. Maybe there's some truth to it. I don't know I wasn't there. I just have a hard time accepting that. You're saying all of this about it was her and not me, but you still married someone that mistreated your child poorly. That was by another woman. You didn't indicate nothing about how she treats the son except for she tried to turn, not allow you to see the son, which if that's the case, that is sad and pathetic. And you should not use children as pun. No one should use children as pun. Men, women, whomever, should not use children as puns to get what you want to be able to mistreat a person—that is, that is crazy to me. Like I don't understand that. You got to get your life together, people. You got to get you, to—you you, got to get it together. I, I'm sorry. Um, it's, it's it's uncalled for. And if both of you played a part in the anger, which that's what Khalee seems to be saying—that both of y'all played a part, rather you started it and she finished it, or she helped finish it. Both of y'all played a part two wrongs on make a right and both of y'all to go get some anger management some counseling some therapy and take the children and let them get some counseling therapy too because they're gonna need it because what happens is what you think those children don't see what you think they don't hear they already know they feel it they sense it and you be surprised at what they hear and then that's when they become adults you see it in their life you see it in their relationship you see it in their marriage children are smarter than you think they are don't sleep on them on some more news Beyonce and a very, very pregnant Latoya Luckett, they reunited on the Run 2 tour. Yes, the two Houston Divas recently reunited in the Long Star State. Beyonce and former Destiny Child member Latoya Luckett Walker, because she's, she's married, hugged it out backstage during the Carters on the Run 2 tour stop in Dallas, Texas, the Southern Bell shared a smile and a loving embrace for the camera, and B caressing her childhood friend's baby bump. Um, Tina Law, uh, Lawson also shared a photo of the singers wishing luck and well with her pregnancy. Congratulations, Latoya. You are going to be the best mom ever. Um, I saw her in Greenleaf and I said, Oh my God, her face looks so swollen in that camera. Not knowing she was pregnant. Congratulations, though congratulations and she's pretty pregnant but i think all women are pretty pregnant especially when they take care of themselves now what i don't like is women that don't take care of themselves and be around here pregnant you know my feet's full and i can't see my chin Mm-mm, you're lazy don't do that um but congratulations um luck it Congratulations, congratulations. I am disappointed to see how you're playing in in, in, in Greenleaf. But you're a good act, girl. I love you. And congratulations on the new baby. I'm super, super happy that everything is going according to God's plan for you and your life. And that's how it's supposed to be. People have issues when things happen and you know, not being in business together or people may grow apart. But being able to respect each other and come together in a the way, that's what, that's what grown people do. See, that's some grown women stuff right there. I love it. I love it. All right, I'm going to close it off on some crazy, stupid news that kind of irritated the mess out of me from Flint. County officials accused of faking children's blood lead test results. Yes, we are now a thousand and six hundred and five days into the ongoing crisis with the water in Flint, Michigan. The residents are being told that their tap water is below the federal threshold for lead contamination, but they still don't feel safe drinking it. Bottle water distribution has been discontinued since the state believes the water system to be better and is trying to convince the residents of that. The residents are being asked to trust and believe in their local and state government, but it's understandably hard to do so given that they have been lied to and lied to and lied to many, many times before. Last week, another bombshell dropped that would possibly definitely add to the distrust of city and state officials when it comes to the state of water and the amount of lead in the blood of Flint's um uh, most valuable population is children. In a report, uh the new the new Michael Moore film, Fahrenheit Eleven Nine, which opens in theaters around the country on September the twentieth, April Cook Hawkins, a former Genesis County Health De- Department Secretary, claims her former boss instructed her to falsify blood lead test results yes in the film Moore explains that Cook Hawkins asked to do this in order to help cover up what the state was really up to in Flint her boss told her to report every instance of elevated lead in blood as being 3.5 micrograms per um which is a threshold for exposure, even if the test indicated lead exposure was higher than that. Now, many children with elevated levels of lead in their blood did not receive access to service that could have um, migated that lead exposure, all because they falsified the test results that caused their parents to not be notified and alert to the high levels of lead. And although Genesis... um, county denies the allegation cook hawkins repeated her story during a september 12th episode of all in with chris hayes that was recorded in flint she also told m live flint journal that all her claims are supported by witnesses and documents and that she would share what she knows with flint water investigators working for a michigan attorney general bill sh- sh- shoot um, Shute's office would not discuss Cook-Harkins' claims directly but told MLive via email that the investigation into the Flint water crisis is still open and we encourage anyone with information to contact us if they have information that would assist in that investigation. cook Hawkins believed the county falsified records because it didn't have the capacity to arrange and manage service for many children that showed high levels of lead in their blood. She also said that she refused to falsify data but had been told by other employees that they did. She also declined to name the former boss who reportedly gave her the directive. Um. Genesis County released a statement. They said, and I quote: "The allegation made by Ms. Cook Hawkins are absolutely false. Our employees go into the public health fi- field to help residents get the medical attention they need and deserve. And to suggest that we would instruct our employees to falsify information in a way that would deny a child essential medical service during a health crisis is offensive and paternity false." M um, Live Flint Journal requested and review a copy of Cook. Hawkins' personal file from the county and found that she was hired in December 2015 and resigned four months later. Cook Hawkins said she was forced to resign because she refused to falsify data. A handwritten note in her personal file indicates she resigned in lieu of termination. An April employee evaluation of Cook Hawkins said April should strive to pay close attention to important details in her work. Spreadsheet that is sent to MDHS with elevated blood level from the health department lab did not include all required information. It also criticized her poor judgment in separating health department assignments and personal business. Whatever the reasons for her leaving the department, the fact remains that Cook Hawks stands behind her accusation and is willing to put in put it to whatever test necessary to prove it. Um, you can also go and read further up on that from the root dot com because like I said um, I get a lot of my stuff from those type of pages from those type of websites and things of that nature. Um, if what she is saying is true and it can be proven and verified, I hope you punish them to the highest possible. You're dealing with children. You're dealing with adults. You're dealing with people life, period. You're playing with people life. You're playing with people's health. Can you imagine not having clean water to drink? And and people are telling you to trust us when we were trusting you from the beginning before we found out we had this crisis on our hand that y'all helped create it because y'all wanted to cut corners and be lazy and not care about us? Unacceptable. Unacceptable. I stand with truth, equality, honesty, love, change. I stand for encouragement. I change for better. I stand for that. Like... There's no room for anything else in my world. And uh, I just pray for everybody. Everybody. Let me take a brief break, you guys. You guys, that is my time again. Carly, Kale, Auntie Anne, Miss Ferguson, Miss Shanika, Showtime Security, Miss um, Margaret Williams, Mister um, E, all you guys that have been supporting me, that have been stopping by to my podcast and giving me all your ear, all your support. She me her thanks you. And all my my topics from Beyonce and Latoya Lucky Reunited on the World 2 Tour Much love on that The county officials accused of faking children's lead tests. You should be punished You should be embarrassing yourself And I hope that that they hold you accountable If y'all had anything to do with that And that aspect of it Nas to his ex-wife Khalees About her making up the stories I don't know what the truth is she said, he said, and they're somewhere in the middle of that. All, I'm the, all I need to say is when children are involved, y'all have to come to a medium ground. I understand it from both sides. And it could be what he's saying and it could be what she's saying. But it's so complicated and so complex. So people want to pick a side. There's no side in wrongdoing because there's wrong when it comes to violence. It is horribly wrong when it comes to violence. Period. And it needs to stop. It needs to stop. If you're not together, you're not together, but you can still have respect for each other so that you are able to co-parent in a respectable way. Period. Colin Kaepernick is gonna be inducted into his high school at Pittman High November the third. I hope that we can actually see some videos clippings of it and all that amazing stuff. I want to see it. Yes, honey. Our Kelly brother claims to sing or molested their 14 year old cousin. You are a sick individual you need some help, you need some counseling if you had anything to do with that if you're involved in these cults where you're holding these women and, and using them as sex slaves and it's against their wishes you need some help I didn't realize how bad things were I didn't realize that you and your brother that R. Kelly and his brother both were molested maybe they didn't get maybe he didn't get proper care or therapy or I don't know but I think you need some help Seriously, And that's not judgment. That's just me stating the obvious. When people go through things and they never really deal with it, they never really heal from it, you could use some help. Serious. On Don Crandall, who pulled a gun on some black college students, I never advocate people losing their jobs. But I can give two shits if you keep a job or not. These are children. That you're trying to bully and intimidate and scare and handle and try to get them to instigate us. You're trying to instigate a situation to get them to give you a reason to harm them. You're a coward. You're a coward and it's unexcusable. And to Chad, your friend, thank you for standing up. There's not a lot of people that see things being wrong and don't stand up, don't speak up. Things need to be said. Things need to be put out there. You know, you can't turn the cheek with every situation. It's uncalled for. The reason I say that is, I know what it feels like to be attacked, to be bullied, to be treated in a hostile way and there you're working for people or you're around people that hear this and no one stands up for you. No one speaks up for you. No one comes to your aid. It's devastating. And it's scary. Because this person that treated me like I was nothing, he doesn't know what I have went through. He doesn't know what bothers me. He doesn't know that the, the way he treated me could trigger something else and bring up hurtful things from me, from my past. He doesn't know that. But the fact that you didn't respect me, the, the fact that you tried to bully me and treat me in a hostile manner wasn't even professional. wasn't even necessary. I'm not your enemy. And rather I'm there or I'm not there. What are you going to do now? Who's next? All they did was open up a door to allow people to keep attacking someone. You discriminated against me because of the skin, my, my, the color of my skin. Period. And then you try to lie and say it was because we were arguing. There's no argument. I never argue with you. And everybody that knows me, know I ain't finna argue with you. She ain't doing that. And the fact that I didn't get escorted out there with handcuffs on, that let you know that I ain't argue with you. And I'm not saying I would have acted ignorant or stupid or ghetto or whatever hood or however you want to label. It just means that if I had got to the point where I'm arguing with you, that means I've given you control power over me. And I've allowed you that much power. That's what that meant. And so I wasn't going to do it. But the fact that no one spoke up until after the fact, don't send me text messages about you don't understand why somebody did something when you're supposed to say something during, not after, not behind people's back. You do it during. But we have to keep praying for better. Keep pushing encouragement. Keep pushing positivity. Keep pushing love despite negative energy and negative people and racism and all that horrible stuff that we call the devil because he's busy and he's moving. He's brewing everywhere. And I ask that you guys continue to pray for my daughter's friends, family. They're going through some tough time right now. Keep praying for Botham and his family. Stephen Clark and his family as they find closure into the outcome of his death. And just all around the world. Everywhere. There are a lot of people that's hurting. There's a lot of people that's mourning. There's a lot of people that's going through things. There are a lot of people that's being discriminated against. There are a lot of people that are losing their jobs for no reason just because everybody got a backbone like Trump now. Everybody justified mistreating people. Everybody justifies yelling at people and bullying people and being hostile to people. Everybody justifies it now. But can you imagine how some of these clinics and businesses is gonna be run where you have a clinic where there's so much drama? Patients don't want to come there. Good quality workers are not gonna wanna work. They are just gonna have the same set of people that's constantly at these places. So you just begin to wonder, like, how y'all gonna grow? Like, how y'all going to prosper without getting certain head people from out of that company? Because from my experience, that's how company grows and get better. If you have a bad supervisor or office manager or whomever in a position that's not good to the people that's there, you can fix that by getting rid of them and getting good, professional, adequate people in those positions that actually know what they're doing. You're... To, to have someone in positions where your medical assistants and your audience know more than them as an office manager, period, that should tell you something. That should tell you a lot. But that's just my opinion because I thought when you want a good business, you want a good company, you want things to grow and be professional and be respectful, you get good people in there. That's just me. I don't know. That's just what I was taught. That's just what I've observed. That's just from what I've seen. And that's just what I believe in because I still believe that there are some good people in this world. I still believe that there's some goodness. And I do believe that change is going to happen in a good way. Now, it may not be everything that we want it to be, but I do believe that there are going to be some good change coming in a positive way. I do. And I think that we as individuals have to hold one another accountable for our actions. We have to call people out on our shit. When, when we're not doing what we're supposed to do, we're making people's life harder than it has to be for whatever personal gain you're looking to get. And you next to me see this, you, you correct it. Fix it. See, to change, you have to start within. And you have to push it out on other people. Not force it, not suffocate them, but push it out, show it, speak it, talk to them about it, guide them. And all that amazing things. But I'm not going to babble on you guys. Come back. Give me support. Share my podcast. You can download me on Spreaker Breaker, Spotify. All those amazing podcasts. You can email me. Any questions, any comments, any topics you want to hear. All that amazing stuff. Um, and thank you. You know, this weekend was very, very interesting. Um, it was, it was a lot. It was, it was good, but it was sad, and it was a little stressful too. But I got to see my, my daughter, and she was amazing. You guys, like, really, really amazing. And if anybody's in Austin, Texas, and you're at the Bart Theater in Austin, Texas, go check out No Ordinary Day. It is really really good. Like really, really good. Um, yeah, it's good. That's all I can say. The actors was really amazing. Um, I was very, very um, I was taken back, you know. Just I was just in awe with all of the actors. Not just not just my daughter, but all of them. All of them did an amazing job. All of them did good and i'm just super proud and i'm proud of the lady that did that wrote it and it's just everything just fell into play everything was great so congratulations to them congratulations to Austin, texas and oh my god texas is huge huge like you forget just how big it is until you're actually there and then when you're there and you're like oh my god this place is huge but we made it out safe um she had good support surrounding her. Although everybody was kind of going through their own things. But she had good support. Um, so keep looking out. No ordinary people, you guys. Go YouTube it. Twitter up. All that amazing stuff. You'll find it. It's, it's out there. People have been talking about it. Um, they're going to be doing another show on today. Uh, actually, they're in the middle of doing one now. And then they'll do one again at 7 o'clock. And then next weekend, they'll be doing um, one And then it's Sunday, so go support. You still have time. If you're in Austin, Texas, you still have time to go support and all that amazing good stuff. Yes, honey. Yes, honey. Um, but remember, stay true to yourself, you guys. Do not let someone's thoughts and opinion dictate what and who you think of yourself, and never let negativity dictate you. Continue to push positive. They go low, we go high. They go low, we go high. They go low, we go high. You know how Michelle Obama say? That's how we roll. Yes. And let your family and friends know that you love them today because tomorrow ain't promised to nobody. Let God be God, whoever God that you worship and you praise and you trust and you believe in. And until next time, on Talk to Talk with Your Girl, I need love to hate to hate. Peace.